Hey, everybody, and welcome to an episode of Coach's Corner, where I answer questions that you email me. If you have a question you want me to answer on the Coach's Corner episodes, just email assist at Christine Hassler, and the lovely Rebecca will keep a log of it, and I will answer your question on the air. We get lots of them, so it takes me some time to get through them, but I try to get to as many as I possibly can. I'm going to dig into two today. Also, if you want to get coached live on the air, christinehasler.com slash podcast. There's a button that says schedule a time to talk to Christine. Click on that and you can find openings. They get booked up really quick. So a lot of times people click on that button and there are no openings, but I promise if you are intentional about it, you'll find one. The other place I post openings is on Twitter and Facebook. So make sure you're following me there so that you're the first to know when the schedule opens up. Before I dive into the first question, I want to remind you to please go to christinehasler.com slash survey and fill out the survey about this show. As a listener, you are going to give me the best guidance as to how I can make this show better. Tell me what you love about it. Tell me what you want more of, less of. We are creeping up on a million downloads, which is amazing because the show's only been going for 14 months. So I'm super excited about that. I don't know. What should we do when we hit a million downloads? I got to do something to celebrate that. If you have ideas about that hit me up on social media and tell me how you think we should celebrate. I'd love to get your ideas. That's not a survey question. So you'll have to hit me up separately about that. All right. So let's go ahead and dive right into the first question. This is from Aubrey and she writes, hi, Christine. About a year ago, I became a correctional officer despite the odds. I'm only five feet, 24 year old female who works in a prison with felons every single day. Since day one, this job has created so much anxiety. In the beginning, I didn't know the constant dread I was even feeling was anxiety. It wasn't until I started researching the symptoms I was having that I realized I was anxious. Every day I think about quitting. When I got my acceptance letter to the academy, my stomach dropped and I wasn't sure why I felt that way. I just chose to ignore that feeling. My very first day of work, I looked out into the yard and thought, what have I done? The only reason I haven't quit is because I don't want people to look at me and say, see, I knew she couldn't hang. She's a small girl. She couldn't handle it. And everyone tells me not to quit because the money is great and the retirement and benefits are outstanding. But I don't think I can suffer in a job for 34 years in order to enjoy retirement. Oh, my God. I don't know if I should quit or toughen it out and see if I can promote later. I'm so confused. Every day I feel dread and just hate life. I keep thinking about all the other options out there. I just don't want to make the wrong decision. Please help. Okay, Aubrey, sweetheart. You don't work in a prison. You are in prison. What are you doing? Oh my gosh, you're not confused. You're totally clear. And I get, I totally get that it feels confusing. And you have to take into consideration the people that are giving you advice. You know, it's like when I go to people for advice, I really look at who I'm asking for advice. Are they people that come from more fear? Are they people whose lives I would actually want? Do they have the same kind of values and vision that are in alignment with what I want? You said some really important things in your question. You said you had this sinking feeling when you first got accepted and you chose to ignore it. That was big, big feedback from your body and from your intuition that this is probably not where you really want to be. You're only 24 years old and every day you're going into a job feeling dread and hating life. 
the people that have to be there, the felons, they have no choice. They can't get out. You can. You aren't in jail. This is a prison you can free yourself from. And who cares what everyone else thinks? The only person that really matters when it comes to an opinion is you. Are you going to be happy with yourself a year from now, five years from now, or 34 years from now, looking back on your life, staying in a job that made you miserable, that gave you knots in your stomach and probably will eventually make you sick. So if you need someone to give you permission to leave, I'm happy to be that. At the end of the day, it's only your decision. But what I want to really encourage you is to look at how much you're living from fear versus how much you're living from faith. When we make decisions out of fear, then choices feel really, really scary. But when we make decisions out of faith and we listen to our intuition and we're like, okay, I don't know what's next, but I know this is not it. One of my favorite quotes or pieces of advice is, if it's not a hell yes, it's a hell no. And this is feeling like a big old no. And I acknowledge you for trying. How amazing you got that job. Maybe you needed just to prove to yourself that you could do it. Again, who cares what the world thinks? Please don't stay out of pride. Again, to you and to anybody listening, please don't stay in a situation that is not self-honoring, that is draining, that you're approaching with dread, and that eventually will make you sick out of pride. What are you trying to prove? Seriously, if we live our life trying to prove something to other people, then we're never really living our life. A tactical, practical thing I encourage you to do is to find some people, a mentor, a coach, friends, a networking group that have more of a positive attitude that can give you some really sound career advice with what other jobs you could apply for. And please stop looking at this as the place you have to stay just because you got it. You got it. You prove that to yourself. You learn this is not where you want to be. It's time to let yourself out of jail. Before I get to the next question, I want to tell you about a podcast that I think you'd really dig. I love being a host of a podcast, but I also really love listening to them and being interviewed on them. And one that I love that I've also been on twice is my friend Andrea Owens, Your Kick-Ass Life. She is a life coach and author, and she serves up self-help in a really easy to digest way that's also practical and that you can implement into your life. She brings you guests as well as solo episodes on topics such as perfectionism, the inner critic, courage, and more. So please go check out her podcast, Your Kick-Ass Life. I think you'll really dig it. And guess what? She has a free gift for all of the Over and On With It listeners. Her freebie is called How the Crap Talking in Your Head is Making You Crazy and Three Ways to Change It. And I know a lot of y'all out there have a lot of crap talking. It's an ebook and audio that focuses on the basics of negative self-talk and gives you three tools you can immediately implement to manage that nasty inner critic. To get her freebie, all you need to do is text self-talk to the number 444-999. So, on your phone, open your little text icon, type in the number 444-999 in the subject line, type self-talk. And I'll put all that and a link to her podcast in the show notes. Show notes are always at christinehasser.com slash podcast. 
All right, let's move on to our second question. And this is from Cliff. Hi, Christine. I'm trying to keep my relationship of over five years with my girlfriend. She has a son I met when he was three years old. And after being with both of them for all this time, I've really considered him and treated him as my son. I do not want things to end between us because I truly do love her and I don't want to be out of my son's life. The issue is that she has anger issues. There has been some domestic violence that has happened between us. On three occasions, she slapped me out of anger. After the first two times, she told me she wouldn't do it again. But after the third time, I did call the police. I did not want her to be arrested, but rather I wanted her to see that what she's doing is not right. And I never wanted to strike her back. I've also done some things in her opinion that are deal breakers while we've been together. I tend to be shut off with my emotions at times, especially when it comes to us trying to solve a relationship between us. But honestly, I don't know what else to do. She wants to end things because in the past five years, she's been waiting for me to give her another child and get her a house, but I haven't. And the main reason I haven't is because I want her to control her anger issues. I'm scared of putting myself in relationship with her if we have another child or another house and she decides to react by not letting me see my kids or even kick me out of the house like she's already done once before. Please help. Okay, Cliff. So first I acknowledge you for being a good man to this little boy and sticking in this relationship as long as you have and for reaching out and asking for help and advice. So the first thing I'd suggest that you do is go back and listen to episode 65 called Dealing with Challenges in Relationship with Andrew. I think you'll get some great insight from that episode. One of the main takeaways from that episode is that we can't change people who don't want to change. Until your girlfriend acknowledges that there are issues that are triggering this highly reactive anger and rage that are probably deep down and from her past, until she acknowledges they're there and truly wants to change them, they may not change. So I know that you love this little boy and I also support you in being cautious and having another child with this woman or buying a house because that just complicates things even more. If she's willing to go to some kind of counseling, that would be a really great first step. But honestly, Cliff, the outlook for this one doesn't look that great. And it comes back to, unless somebody really wants to change, oftentimes they don't. And it seems like she's made some promises, but hasn't really stepped up. Now you also acknowledge that you sometimes hold your emotions in and you aren't expressive. So if she's not willing to go to counseling, maybe a good first step for you would be to go on your own and maybe learn some tools and ways that you can be more communicative. And perhaps maybe if you're more communicative with her, it will trigger her reactivity less. So it's very common in the male-female dynamic for the female to be more emotionally expressed and men to be a little more, not necessarily shut down, but holding your emotions in. Men like to process things logically and then discuss them rather than just (laughs) like sometimes women do. And that's, that's a typical dynamic that occurs in heterosexual relationships that we often have to deal with. And the responsibility of women is to be emotionally, authentically self-expressed, but not in a lash out, mean, abusive kind of way. And from what you wrote, it sounds like your girlfriend's doing it in a more abusive kind of way. She's still entitled to have her emotions, 
but not in an abusive way. And on your end, your learning opportunity is to learn how to not be so shut down and learn how to be more emotionally expressed and perhaps more communicative. Now, I don't know in this situation if there is a way for you two to work together and work this out. My strong encouragement is to listen to your gut feeling of not having another child and not getting another house until this situation is handled. And with that little boy that's in that house, if you can really help him understand that when his mom yells either at you or if she ever yells at him, that it's not his fault, you know, and that he's still loved, you can help him the most by being a loving presence in his life and giving him a healthy role model of how to manage emotions. I also would encourage you to legally reach out to someone, family law attorney, and see what your rights are regarding this little boy. Did you legally adopt him? Is that something you'd be open to do? And if the relationship with the girlfriend doesn't continue, because of the domestic violence and the anger issues, know your rights. Know if there's a way that you can continue to be in his life. Please don't think that the only way that you can be in his life is if she's your girlfriend. You know, there's other options to explore. So I would encourage you to look into legal adoption, to talk to someone that knows law. I'm obviously not a lawyer, but if be staying in his life is something that's super important to you, I believe there are ways to do that without necessarily having to be in the relationship with the girlfriend. So I hope that's helpful, Cliff, and continue to listen to your gut, continue to listen to your inner knowing, get some support around this. So in conclusion, everybody, make sure to tune in on Wednesday. That's when I drop a live coaching episode. I'm really excited about this upcoming episode. I am going to coach Danielle about really how to get out of her pattern of attracting dysfunctional relationships. It's it's a really juicy episode, lots of content in there. Also talk a little bit about why we consciously know things to be true, but are still being triggered and are still kind of repeating the same behavior. So live coaching episodes always come out on Wednesday. Coaches Corners come out on Saturday. That's where I answer your questions or feature a thought leader. And just a quick reminder to go back and fill out christinehassler.com slash survey. And also I wanted to mention that If you do want to work privately with me, I currently have two spots open. I only coach four people at a time and two people I'm completing with right now. So if you are really ready for a major transition and change and up-leveling in your life and are ready for a significant time and financial investment, it's a six-month commitment, then go to christinehasler.com slash coaching or email Jill at Christine Hassler and she can send you an application. So if you resonate with me and you're feeling the calling to work with a coach and like I said, up-level all aspects of your life, then perhaps you and I have a divine appointment. So I'd love to explore that with you. Have a beautiful day, everyone. Sending you so much love. Until next time.